Hello! You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 84, Mules and Nags. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Hi, Jessica! Hi, Rosie. We have uh, recovered from a literal weekend of fun. Yeah, we had a whole weekend, a whole two days. Of fun, fun, fun. In the sun, sun, sun. Well, well not really. We were indoors. And it's not that bright. No, not that day. Jessica and I went to the London Film and Comic Con. It was Jessica's first experience of a convention and cosplay. Yay! It was wicked. It was wicked smart. It was great fun. I had never been to LFCC before, and I'd never been to a convention at the Olympia, but it was uh, it was lovely. It was good fun. So the London Film and Comic Con has a slightly more of a uh, an emphasis on film and TV and wrestling. And wrestling, a lot of, a lot wrestling. of wrestlers. And <laughs> wrestlers. If you'd wanted to meet a lot of wrestlers, that was the place to be. I had not heard of any of them because there were the only two I've heard of are Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy. <laughs> Uh, and they were not there. It was neither of those two. No, we went dressed up together on the Saturday as Rockford Peaches from A League of Their Own. It went well. It went super well. The costumes were lovingly handmade by Jessica, friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) By me! Co-host of the show, Jessica. They are amazing. I show my appreciation by spilling coffee down mine. Oh my god, I'm so livid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was so careful throughout the day and then at one point just went and just dropped a bit of coffee on you. And the reaction we got was amazing. I think it's possibly the best reaction I've ever had in costume. It was up there with being Kimmy Schmidt where people are just really excited that you've gone for something a little left field, a little unusual and also we really nailed the costumes. Left field, no, she's a catcher. Oh, very good. Very nice. So we had little a little uniforms with all of the badges. The little all sleeve badges. badge, the Rockford Peach badge. We had our numbers on the back. Yep. Uh, Jessica had uh, Jessica was Dottie. I had a number eight. And, and I was Dottie's sister. Son of the daughter. <laughs> Dottie's sister. And we had our red baseball caps and we were throwing brown shoes and red knee socks and little red shorts underneath. Yeah, it was great. And uh, we, Super cool. we broke we, a Captain we Jack broke Sparrow. We broke Captain Jack Sparrow, which was the highlight of the weekend. The guy came up and he was in an incredible Jack Sparrow costume. Like, like a, a++ for effort. Yeah, he just looked like he was Jack Sparrow but we couldn't really talk to him because we broke his mind because he just kind of appeared and was like oh my god oh you just you're just wrong oh no like he just was so <laughs> excited to see Rockford Peaches yeah, then after was like why did we not get a picture of Jack Sparrow because <laughs> we broke his mind and also I was having a sit down and Rosie was just sitting on the floor I was like oh. I was kind of leaning against a wall so people took our pictures and that was fun the best bit was when two people came up and sang the entire song that they sing that was brilliant while we were having a little set of pictures taken and tom who was taking our pictures was baffled did not know what was happening but it was really fun and we spent the day with a friend of the show serena cosplay buddy yeah she was obviously sansa stark and so we all matched we all matched (laughs) she was in a game of thrones uh do so we spent the first day with her kind of pottering around um went to a game of thrones meet went to Pizza Express, which was really good. That was excellent. That was so civilised. Usually when I go to conventions, I end up, because they were at the, the Excel Centre, you end up going to like one of the weird concessions and it's like a food court down the middle. Um, often Subway, 
or the bagel place. The bagel place is pretty good. They do a nice salt beef <laughs> and pickle bagel. But not for me, but I do love a bagel. Yeah, a bagel. But no, we found a Pizza Express that like obviously there were a lot of people, but they were very efficient. They were giving out numbers and calling tables, and we really didn't have to wait very long at all. Uh, had a pizza. Oh, it was lovely. And then on the second day, uh, combined with uh, LFCC was Yalk. <laughs> which is a fun the name. young adult literary convention or yalk which sounds like a breakfast drink we popped in on to that on the saturday and we spent more time in it on the sunday bought some books because obviously as somebody who studies children's literature that's kind of an industry event for me and i was dressed as kind of casual luna lovegood i had my wig my wand my necklace and my earrings but kind of from the neck down was me Oh, and I had my Ravenclaw uh, that cardigan and my Ravenclaw tie, which I briefly tied around my head, but it was too hot for the cardigan. Yes. And you were sort of Disney bounding style as Ellie from Up. Yes, I was. Um, I had some little dungarees and a check shirt, a great, <laughs> crucially, a grape soda badge <laughs> pin. Um, and I would have had a hair bow, but I left it on the kitchen table. That is so, Whoops. We both bought some books. Yes, very restrained. Only bought three. I bought two, and we got a free copy of Rainbow Rowell's World Book Day One Pound Book. Yes. A piece. Which I had meant to buy, but they only had really, really ratty versions of it. So, good thing. When I happened to spot it in the supermarket, and it's like, you shouldn't really buy books in the supermarket, but it's different because it's World Book Day. Uh, And then I got that one for free anyway, so. And, uh. I was quite restrained. I only bought three Funko Pops. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, Jessica, I've introduced Jessica to them i think i don't i think i'm going to be fairly restrained in in those i, I don't, think i'm, I'm going to get that many restrained you're not that bad i only i have one i have one total i have marty one, mcfly two, three. okay i actually have seven uh, <laughs> but when i see some things on on like the internet what are they okay so obviously i already had anna and elsa and lilo and, and then i already had agent carter and then i got luna lovegood because basically she had the necklace and earrings i had on and i felt like it's me and i it, so i like to try and have the ones i have of people i cosplay and then i got sadness from inside out who i love sadness and sadness is now on my i want a new bedside table and my bedside table setup is very neat and the only bit of decoration on it is sadness but the greatest one i got is hillary clinton hillary rodham clinton in funko pop form oh my gray house strong strong work because i'd seen somebody had a jillian holtzman Funko Pop in a bag, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to get myself." You cannot get Jillian Holtzman Funko Pops. Well, you can. You could not get them on set on the. They were all sold weekend. out everywhere you went. The one you could get most easily was Kristen Wiggs, um, and then you could kind of get some Melissa McCarthy's and some uh, Leslie Jones, but you could not get Jillian Holtzman anywhere. So uh, I made Jessica look at every single Funko Pop stand. Which, frankly, I probably would have done anyway in an attempt to find one. And then we were looking at one. I suddenly went, "Oh my God, Hillary Clinton." <laughs> and uh, you get a Hillary Clinton one, and I thought, oh, I really want that, but that's that's madness. No one's going to do that. And Jessica just looked at me like, you mind that, right? Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I just assumed. Yeah. And what was really great was uh, the Donald Trump one was five pounds more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's because it's. Uh... Yeah, they have to spend so much money on molding his hair, I assume. Yeah. And capitalism. Yeah, he loves capitalism. <laughs> he so... would want nothing, nothing less. And Hillary is the only one I've kept in her box thus far. Because all the other ones are so recognisable. And obviously she is recognisable, but like this one is a box that says Hillary Clinton. It's a Hillary Clinton action figure. I told somebody I'd got it. He said, what does it do? Does it do anything? I said, yes, it does do something. It makes me the coolest person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so, so yeah, I, I could have, I could have gone more wilds. Um, so I feel like all the ones I've got are, are ones that are special. Yeah, we're special. Especially Agent Carter, who I've moved so she is next to Hillary on a bookshelf, so I can see her from bed. Nice. Yeah, Hillary. Hillary. Summer torch over you. Yeah. Well, I've got Helen McCrory pinned up above my bed, a picture of her, and then sadness on my bedside table, which sounds like a really bad teenage poem title. And uh, <laughs> please write that. Sadness on my bedside table, joy under the carpet, and then Peggy Carter and Hillary looking over me from the end of the. From the bookshelf at the end of my bed. Um, so we are going to go to MCM Expo in October. We have converted you. Yes. 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 yes I love it. I love being a peach. It was so much fun. And I do want to be Kimmy again because being Kimmy is really fun. Yeah. I was nearly Kimmy on Sat- on Sunday, but I woke up and I was like, "Who's who's to say what's going to happen?" <laughs> like I, when you see me, Jessica, I will be wearing clothing. Who's to say? was to say what it is uh, so that's the kind of main thing that um happened we've both been doing things around the house i've built some flat pack furniture yep uh i've got a new bed and a bedside table and they are amazing good because my good. bed is a double bed which means i can keep things in it oh it's so good i did that for the first time i was doing some going through some paperwork and i could do it all in bed and, like have piles around me because when you're in a, a twin and you're like oh there's no room <laughs> double I'm like, yeah, you can just put like my laptop here, pile here, you know, sleep like knitting in the bed while I sleep. It's probably dangerous. I'm probably gonna die. Uh, yeah, and I got a new rug because uh, I'm a crafter, so obviously I had to get that IKEA rug with buttons on it. Oh yes, that one. Yes, the the famous one that loads of my friends already have. Got some new bedding. It was the wrong size. Great work, Rosie. Strong. I'm so Strong. annoyed. I spent so long like measuring things and googling the right size and then obviously just click the wrong thing i've done that before i got i've got home and gone oh this fitted sheet is not the same size as my mattress it was too big as opposed to too small so i can still use it but then you don't get that like really yeah. tight you know bounce a penny off a mm. hospital corners thing um my mattress is a new mattress and it came rolled up and like vacuum packed like a Casper mattress. Like a Casper mattress, you get 100 days. And that was the most exciting bit, because I'd had to build this bed, which was okay. There were some bits where I thought... Some bits were so easy, and other bits I was like, well, there is no reason for this bit to be hard. Why is it so difficult just to screw these two things together? Oh my god, I have to kill everyone. And then the last thing you're like is, I'm going to unwrap this mattress. And you, as soon as you sort of... It's got these proper like canvas strap things around it, and you un the velcroed, which I've kept because they might be useful for storing things in. <laughs> uh, uh, and then you do that, and then you cut open the plastic, and it starts to unroll. And then obviously the air comes in, and it like it's like when you inflate like a inflatable bed, and haven't unrolled it first, but without yes, inflating amazing. it, and it's a proper mattress, and it has springs, so it was kind of going boing. That was a great moment. And then the, literally within twelve hours, I'd spilt tea on it. <laughs> Yep, correct. Because, well, actually, I found that quite useful because I spill tea on my, like, my bed is a tea coaster. My bed is a coaster. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, well, to be honest, I might as well, like, carefully drop a corner, like, some tea into the corner just to be like, well, now it's, you know, I can, don't have to worry. But Yeah, uh, you can um, release the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think I have this tea-covered throw on my sofa now? Yeah. Because underneath it is also tea stained. But then yeah. uh, when I changed the colour when I bought it, mopped just gently mopped the tea off the mattress can't even then was like where was it i can't see it clean the sheets all good all right yeah so so we're, we're back to where we were maybe we should get a mattress protector maybe just, that just might be a good idea <laughs> like not one of those plastic ones 
but just just an extra barrier between the nice new mattress and all the green tea i drink yes and jessica's got a new kitchen floor oh yes our dad came over on monday and we did some diy and we laid some lovely vinyl and it didn't take us that long comparatively really only like four hours oh my god but we were very sensible and we had regular tea breaks yeah that's what we did that's good um yeah i'm really pleased with it excellent and have you painted the walls or is that still coming that is not i've bought the paint but that is um a job for this week or next excellent well uh great things are afoot in my home because uh i'm getting a housemate in a few weeks the love trend of the show lucy is moving in and it's very exciting we had a housemate summit yesterday to work out whether we would kill each other if we lived together have you written a roommate agreement we haven't written one because we're not crazy and that i like i don't need an assigned place to sit Sheldon isn't crazy. His mother had him tested. And actually, it was really good because I would say something like, so I think it's abhorrent when people leave dirty dishes in the sink. They should be piled up neatly next to the sink. And yep. uh, Lucy went, yes, obviously. And then we talked for a long time about monsters who leave dirty dishes in the sink. Like, neatly pile them up next to it. There is a system. And so I think we're going to be okay. Although we have agreed that we're going to need to schedule reasons to go out because otherwise we will never leave the house. <laughs> it's going to be a bit Grey Gardens. I'm worried about that. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll send you some empty cat food tins just to get you started. Thanks very much. It's very exciting indeed. Um, she said, will she require a new title You know, as a roommate, not, not just friend of the show? I said she could become an intern. Yes. <laughs> she can join Kaylee and Rigby on an infinite unpaid internship. That could be handy because she can actually type. Yeah, hey... It's not their fault they've got cloth hands. <laughs> so I saw Ghostbusters. How was that? I still haven't seen it. It's so good. Like it's not it's not perfect, but it's really good fun. And I what think, it is in this world? Well, exactly. Like the first edit was apparently four hours long, and oh, you God. can tell because there are bits where you're like, "Whoa, this okay, this is all happening." But it's really good fun, and Kate McKinnon is a beautiful cinnamon roll too good too pure for this world uh they're all great in it in fact like Kristen wig and melissa mccarthy who i established as having loved they're brilliant but actually my favorites were um kate mckinnon and leslie jones and i'm pleased to say that leslie jones's character is not as much of a stereotype as it appeared to be in the trailers yes i, I everyone seems to have said Thank that goodness and she is an absolute delight and it, her live tweeting of the olympics has been so good just over this weekend, that NBC have invited her to Rio. <laughs> like, okay, Leslie Jones, yeah, that is amazing. Um, yeah, so I, I love Ghostbusters, and uh, my friends and I, to save arguing over who gets to dress as who for Halloween, I think we're going to go as the four Holtzman of the apocalypse. You're all welcome. I love that. Because Holtzman is clearly the best character. Oh my god, and her costumes, and the winking, and the licking of the weapons, and there's a bit where she sings oh god she sings come out come out come out wherever you are to see a young lady who fell from a star and she her impression of billy burke as glinda the good witch is so on point like (laughs) it's so good oh my god she's the greatest human she's 2016's mvp 2016 has been really bad but it has brought kate mckinnon to more of us me included yeah and that's my intro I remembered that last episode I forgot to say that I had just been to the British Museum to see an exhibition about thing about about things no way about 
about stuff. They had some stuff, and it was like dug up from somewhere. No, it was um, uh, loads of uh, Egyptian artifacts that had been dredged up. This is really cool, and it was really interesting. And it's like old stuff, but there's kind of some ancient Greek stuff in there as well. That's a really cool exhibition. I didn't know that was on. Exhibition Sunken Cities. There we go. Um, and it made me remember my classics A level. And now I want to do classics again. I was like, I really enjoyed classics. Oh, I had an anxiety dream about Latin teachers yes, last this morning. Oh. oh my god, it was so stressful. I woke up and then and was just in a complete panic because, but part of the dream had been about me being gas. <laughs> I was being gaslighted, and I was like, uh, I was kind of in the middle of conspiracy, and nobody would believe me. But then because I was still waking up, I was like, oh god, maybe nobody believes me. And then as I woke up a bit more, I realised that even if I was being gaslighted in the middle of a conspiracy, the person they'd send to try and get me out of it would not be Harrison Ford. So <laughs> that probably wasn't real. <laughs> But yeah, it was a there was a, a Latin teacher. None of the Latin teachers I actually ever had. Just some evil person who happened to be a Latin teacher. Hey, great times! <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was weird. Uh, just put a few tweets out at three thirty just to get it out of my system. Went back to bed. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm fine now. I don't think I am in the middle of a conspiracy. Oh, it was so stressful. People kept turning up at my house to pretend to be my friend, and then I went in. She was like taking photos of my house to send back as proof and I saw all these texts probably don't need to go into it because it's not real do you have a song I do have a song my song is The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News oh great song think I've had before but it's tremendous and it goes with my Marty McFly Funko Pop that is a great song I like an inspired song choice mm-hmm. mine are always inspired by Spotify's Discover Weekly playlist yes top fives top fives top fives this week, I'll be mostly going camping. Well, Woo. I'm going to a festival. Woo. Well, I'm going to Cropredy, which we've been to before. Woo. 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 So, we are going to do our top five camping slash festival tips and tricks. Like one of those Pinterest board or BuzzFeed articles you get, but obviously better. 27 essential camping hacks. Yes. Tie a head torch to a gallon bottle of water to make a makeshift yeah. lantern. Use Doritos as fire starters. Or eat the Doritos and sit in the dark. <sighs> yeah. Number one. Number one. Now, this has been gleaned through... I've never been on, like, a camping holiday. It's always been guide camp or festival camping. Yes. So, because you know, Jessica has been on a camping holiday, but mine are all, like... Yes, I have. I was like, no, I haven't. Yes, I have. Uh, number one. Number one. Hand sanitizer and loo roll. You can get little... Strong. Little personal antrix things you can just carry them with you because if you go like property toilets are great but they are really I mean, just even, they are. even in the grand scheme of like public toilets they're pretty good and if you consider it at the festival but yeah, just carry are, a little good. hand sanitizer and a little bit of toilet roll and you are set i wrote a list of tips for new cosplayers for my friends at the action pixel website and one of my tips was work out how you're going to pee before you get there because if you're wearing a leotard and a squirrel tail that is something you want to practice yes festivals think about where you're going this is why it's number one number one (laughs) so many jokes uh number two number two easily removable pajama layers tents at night are the coldest thing in the world until 6am when they magically switch and become hotter than the sun. 
I once thought I was going to throw up. I woke up, I was like, oh god, I'm dizzy. Oh, I'm dying. I'm everything. I've got an aneurysm in my eye. Every- oh no. I've got hibernation sickness. Help me. Yeah, exactly. It, oh, oh, I've just been melted out of some carbonite. Um, at which point I exited the tent, felt fresh air, and immediately was returned to life. You, you might want to sleep in like a woolly hat and layers, but you also there's a point where the sun comes up and it becomes like an oven and you get get the hell out of there <laughs> and have a cranberry raspberry juice carton as i recall correctly nice number three three bin bags are a clothing this item. is true this is very true if it is raining put a bin bag don't lay it over yourself put it on as a skirt yep. or if you're in a camping chair put it on as a poncho and put it over the back of the chair Yes, this is crucial. If you're sitting down, make sure it goes over the back of your chair because otherwise the rain runs down and then you get a wet bum. You get a wet butt. If you you can wear a bin bag, one of my favourite pictures of me ever is of me wearing a bin bag. <laughs> I look so happy to be alive. I've got like big uh, knitted hand warmers and a cagoule and huge hair and a scarf. Like massive festival hair. Like, whey! Uh And I'm wearing a bin bag skirt. And yeah, you can bin bags. Bin bags are a wearable item. In the rain. Number four. four. Get a camping chair with a headrest. Yes. I mean, this then makes putting it over the back a little difficult, but we've got these amazing camping chairs, which are so comfortable. You kind of, they slightly recline, but they give you full support. You can just, you can sleep in them. You can just, in them. And they are so comfortable and they've got like drinks holders and I love them. And insulated drinks holders so they keep your tea hot and your beer cold. Uh, And on that note, number five. Number five. Remember that Old Rosie is 7.4% before you buy a pint. <laughs> yeah. As Jessica can recall, when I turned up and was like, hey, this is 7.4%. Enjoy sitting next to me for the next hour and a half. That was the weekend I also read that book about swearing and had to be very careful about what I said every time I spoke. Was, it got in my that brain. Was hilarious. I was like, mm, uh, it just got in there like a worm, like a, like a little, like a little worm. So don't, and you're sitting in the sun, which as everyone knows, is like a catalyst force especially cider mm, it heats up and gets stronger in your in your tummy is that science? that's how that works that's science that's actual science yeah science those are my tips for now cool i think those are useful basically learn where you can pee and don't get too drunk yes although that's and also the more cider a... you drink the more you will need to pee so... yeah because everyone knows <laughs> you pee out Exponent- more cider than you ever drink ever ever goes in exponential rate where does it all come from <laughs> i think it's like leaching <laughs> the liquid from your body somehow Uh, it's the heat it boils it expands (laughs) (laughs) on that note number one one. pack your stuff in your clothes in ziploc bags yes this works the reason for this is threefold one it's really organized because you can divide it into daily outfits and stuff or whoever you you wish to subdivide your clothes but i would suggest subdividing into outfits because if you subdivide it into items and one of them gets punctured and gets wet or something then Nobody you know, wants anyway. damp pants for the rest of the week. What happens if the bag of pants... Which, let's face is it, is the most missed. crucial bag. Pan- oh my god. I would just go home. Even if everything else was great. <laughs> but I had a bag of damp, rainy pants. And be like, this is over. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. The second reason is, then, if you... The, right, it's always the guiding test. Can you drop your stuff in a lake? Will it always be fine? If it falls off the back of the ferry... Will you be alright? So if they're all in Ziploc bags, all your clothes will be dry. And if Obviously, made you don't want your entire bag enough. yeah, to fall in a thing because not everything is in them. Yeah. You could pack everything you're in in Ziploc bags. Don't, but, don't um, start throwing bags off ferries just to, just to test this. 
just to check them. And the third reason for that is you can actually fit more stuff in your bag that way because you kind of vacuum pack them. You put all your stuff in the bag, you seal it up practically to the end and you squash all the air out of them. Um, like like those a storage bags that you love and have. Uh, this we, we were taught by our dear friends, this is the parents packing method. Yes. It stood us in good stead through many, many years of camping. Yep. Smugness. Always a smugness. <laughs> um, number two, take a picnic blanket, one of those insulated picnic blankets that's like waterproof on the bottom and rug on the top because yes. it makes really good tent carpet. Right. And Brits, look out for Marks and Spencer's deli meal deals over the summer yep. because they always do this thing where it's like spend however much on a deli picnic products and then you get like you insulated get six, food bags and six deli items you get a cool bag or a picnic blanket get the picnic blanket if you're going camping you can use them as picnic blankets which we do and we take them to the field with us and then you sort of sit them out in a row and then you sit your chairs on the back of them and then you've got like freedom to sit on the floor in your chair or whatever it's really cool but if you put them in your tent um, it makes amazing tent carpet so if your bedding doesn't cover the whole ground of the tent then you can sort of put it next to it and then you've got like a nice surface to be on rather than just the plastic, that woven plastic of a tent ground sheet. Mm-hmm. And it's insulating, it keeps you warm because the main problem with keeping warm in a tent is not having blankets on top of you, but having the cold come up from the ground underneath you. So it's always better to have more layers underneath you than it is on top. That's my tip. Uh, number three, light layers. The Lorelei Gilmore School of Packing dictates one should always take light layers and i'm totally on board with this like gracie said if you wake up in the morning you think you're going to die because you sweated to death in the last four minutes that the sun's been out um you can just layer up layer down and then you can pack things in your little bag that you like your little day sack that you take to the field with you when you leave the tent and then you can like put a jumper on you can take a jumper off and you have a scarf like a big sort of tea towel scarf and mm-hmm. you can put it on and take it off those are really good actually because then you can use them to keep warm or to keep cool like as a kind of sunshade use them as a little blanket probably use it as a towel if you wanted but like take a towel I don't know. and they look super cool because they're all tasselly and like um like really cool and i'm in a festival yeah. mine has skulls on it obviously number four number four put solar lights around your tent because during the day they will charge up and then when you come back to the tent at night it will be lit like a lovely porch light mm-hmm. and it helps you find the place and also it means you can see when you arrive at your tent. That's a good tip. And number five, sunblock. Yes. And a sun hat and something to cover up with. Slip, slap, slop, wear a sunscreen. I'm not going to explain that to people because, like, wear sunscreen. Yeah. And that's my top five. Double. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Number one. Well, no, number one. Uh, don't buy weird souvenirs from the stalls. Because I find that I'm like, yeah, I definitely need this rainbow patchwork jacket. And then you get home and you go, oh, no, I now own a rainbow patchwork. Like, just think about it. Don't like look at them on the first day. Then have a think is my tip. Don't get your name written on a grain of rice is what you're saying. Definitely do not buy Native American style headdresses. Mm -mm. Yeah, if you could possibly steer away from anything culturally appropriating, then uh, we would do so. If you can get a buffalo burger, do get a buffalo burger. Oh my god. I basically lived off one, one lived off not one, many one croppery. Oh, they are so good. I mean, unless you're vegan, don't do that because they've got don't cheese do that. and yeah. buffalo. Uh, you can't wash your hands in a buffalo. Oh, delicious. Mm. Festival uh, food. Yeah, festival food's good. Wedges. Uh, wedges. I've, I've just got that. It just says wedges at the bottom. Um, flip flops. 
if you are this is more for just a general camping thing as opposed to a festival uh if you're going to be using the showers take some flip-flops to wear like you know at the swimming pool so you don't get foot rot you don't get foot rot and on a similar note baby wipes are your friend oh yeah because you can you can do anything with a baby wipe you can clean yourself you can clean your stuff you can clean your shoes you can probably clean babies i don't know you can clean like everything clean everything with a baby wipe and they don't leave an oily residue on your clothes. Dry shampoo. You'd think, you would think they would, but they do not. Yes, dry shampoo, I have that here. When I had long hair, just put it in a top knot and be done. I always dry shampoo the front of it so it looks less scabby. No, I'm a scabby woman. But then you can put a put a like a scarf or something, a headband or something around it. So flower crown. Hide a multitude of sins with a flower crown. The wedges thing is from, I think, the same day as me wearing a bin bag. It was. I, I was about to say, I am in that picture just behind you, but you can't really see me. And apparently I, there's another one of you also grinning for me, looking grumpy in the background. But I'm not grumpy. I'm just eating some wedges. We found the wedges stall, and they were doing these big bowls of potato wedges with beans and cheese. But it's like it looks cheese like custard. Sauce. Oh, it's so good. It's just like molten craft cheese. And they just pour it on, and then... It involves just... a ladle. Yeah. And like, oh my God, it is the greatest meal on earth and all four of us ate it and then was that then the day that the bob marley tribute band came on or was that a different yes festival? that was the day we ate the wedges everyone was starting to get a bit like soggy and hungry it was soggy and hungry and it was gray and it was like obviously there's a good vibe because there's always a good vibe but we went and got some wedges the bob marley tribute band came on legend they're called um and the sun came out a little bit like not fully but the sun it, the, there was a break in the rain and um you could tell that everyone suddenly just like the not just us the entire field just suddenly felt a bit better because mm-hmm. like bob marley tribute band was happening yeah and lots of white people bogling lots of white middle-aged people bogling it was brilliant get a kindle Okay, don't get it, Kindle. But uh, art musical festivals, I like to take them as an opportunity to read and knit. Catch up on my reading, yes. I just sit in a big chair, read loads of books, knit, and accidentally drink too much cider. I have whittled it down to two books plus the um, Rainbow Row short short one. Oh, okay. Do you think that's enough? Well, the thing is, last time I took my Kindle because... Um, you get 17 books on that yeah and I was like what if I want to 17 is an understatement you can have loads of books on that yeah so I read a book about swearing and a really bad murder mystery that I hated I remember that yes you told me all about it Uh, and then something else magazines are also good because you can dip in and out of them easily and then if everyone takes a magazine you can have a magazine pool so everyone bring one and then you can switch them around And, and also you can sit on them if you're outside and you need and the ground might be a bit damp you can use them as a sitter yes gaffer tape very handy. Why is gaffer tape like the force, Rosie? I don't know. Why is gaffer tape like the force? Because there's a dark side, a light side, and it holds the world together. Oh, thank you, but I'm here all week to tip your tauntons. Also, bin, bin bags, just generally, not just a skirt, generally bin bags. Take, take loads of bin bags. Uh, hydrate. Hydrate, keep hydrated. Um, speaking of hydrating, do remember to pack the bottle opener slash corkscrew slash can opener if you want to get food out, like, you know, if you've got like a tin of peaches or something. But yeah, make sure you can open anything that you might have taken with you. Torches, so you can see where you're going. Head torches are brilliant. Angle them to the floor, because otherwise you blind people. Yes, dip your headlights, people. A flag is really good, because you can put it up next to your tent, and then you can find your tent when you are entering the campsite. Yes. And you can, like, hang funny things off them. Go to the church hall for a quick breakfast. That's a good tip. Go to the church hall for a quick breakfast. Also, I saw did see someone online this morning who put the tip, you know, for the same reason as a flag, take a helium balloon and tie it to your tent. 
Oh, that's cute. That's quite cute. And I've never tried this, but I saw it on Pinterest this morning, and it seems like an amazing idea. Campfire cones. So it's basically like s'mores, but you take a, an ice cream cone, and you fill it with chocolate and marshmallows and what have you. Mm. Wrap it in tinfoil, pop it in the fire for a minute, take it out, open tinfoil, yum, 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 yum. That sounds really good. I could go for one of those right now. Actually, I could go for some wedges right now. Yeah. That is my list. Patron of the week. This week's patron of the week is Nora Livingood. And boy, is she living good. At this time of the year, when the seasons are threatening to turn, she has the perfect inbuilt barometer for whether she needs to take a sweater or not. Plus, she never gets library fines. She just sails into the library to return her books on time and deliver amazing recommendations to people but only in the areas where you're allowed to talk. Thanks, Nora. If you too would like to receive a little bit of custom praise from Rosie and Jessica, then support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Patron of the week. Shall I do a song? Rosie, what's your song? The Coming Rain, which let's hope is not coming for Festival Weekend, by the band The Drink, which we hope is coming. Am I right? Uh, Uh. It's... It's, uh, I keep doing this where I listen to my Discover Weekly and I'm like, oh, this is good. I'll, I'll stick this on my playlist of 100% Discovered Belters. And uh, and then only after kind of it picks up again, <laughs> I'm like, hang on, this is a great song. And this is one of those. I heard it a few weeks ago and I, it's amazing. It's amazing. Snack of the day. Cherries. Snack of the day. Cherries. Cherries. Good. I'm going to have to stick with wedges, which I've probably done before. Pretty sure you yeah. have. But, but wedges. But wedges. But, ugh. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Well, Jessica made peaches uniforms. I made peaches uniforms. Like I'm sure I've made something. I made peaches uniforms. Yeah. There will be um, proper pictures appearing at some point. Jessica made uh, baseball uniforms. Just knock those up as you do. Casual. Casual. I've done some sewing. Very good. So I have been on a quest to find summer pajamas. Right, the pajamas I like. Proper buttoned ones. Proper pajamas. But yeah. summer pajamas to find short-sleeved, short-legged, buttoned pajamas. Nightmare. Can't find them. But I had a pair of long-sleeved, long-legged winter pajamas that I didn't like. So I got some scissors and then rehemmed them. And all it took was the length of one episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They're all enclosed, double, double-hemmed, so it's enclosed raw edges. Very good. Uh, and because it's got a check on it, I could get it all neatly to line up, so I'm very pleased. And I woke up the first morning after wearing them and just was absolutely delighted. And I finished my Celestarium shawl way too fast. It shouldn't take 20 days, but I just got really excited. So I was like, I want to get it done! The edging took so long. I was like, oh, I finished the pan. This is just, just the edging to go. That took days and days on its own. But it's finished and it's beautiful and I love it. Awesome. Yes. And now I'm knitting a cardigan, but a different one. Using my Pearl Soho yarn, I'm knitting the Belmont cardigan by the Shetland Trader. I have done three rows. Well, that's three more than none. Exactly. A scarf of a thousand miles must start with a single stitch. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I cannot argue with it. Nope, it's true. It's a fact. And that is my needle unfed. Yeah. Uh, I made a really good curry last week. Oh, tell me more. It was really simple. It was butternut squash chickpea and coconut curry with yes. spinach in it i have that was it potato to make like one of so this. delicious that's me done for needle fed what have we seen this week what have we seen this week Oi! number one number one kate mckinnon pretending to be ruth bader ginsburg at the uh rnc i live in a kettle merrick garland 
Apparently she plays Ruth Bader Ginsburg more on Saturday Night Live, but Saturday Night Live we're doing Weekend Update from the uh, Republican convention, and she's on there, Kate McKinnon, as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, so already I'm on board, describing herself as a 200-year-old marionette. <laughs> and it's amazing, claiming to live in a kettle and to ride a dog. I love it, Kate, Kate McKinnon, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, then on a better note, everything from the Democratic National Conference... Namely, Hillary Clinton's reaction to fireworks. Yeah, she's looking like, Whoa! I do that just around the house to myself all the time. I'm just like, Whoa! She's so happy. Um, Michelle Obama's incredible speech. Barack Obama's incredible speech. Joe Biden using the phrase, that's just a load of malarkey about Donald Trump. <laughs> Joe Biden's existence. Uh, a short film about Hillary Clinton narrated by Morgan Freeman. Hillary Clinton's speech. Balloons. The fact that she, like, you want to see a, a post-convention bounce? This is a post-convention bounce. Nate Silver, the pollster, has got her at an 84% chance. Of <laughs> it was like, oh no, Trump's taking the lead. And then they're like, okay, cool, that's because they've had their convention. You want to see this? I really like the uh, the Barack and Joe friendship bracelets. Yes, for Barack's birthday. Their little friendship is so cute and then Barack doing his speech and then stopping before he left the floor to turn around and say I just want to take it in one, one last time <laughs> like George Washington George Washington's going home okay I was going to say Titus Andromeda Titus Burgess singing um, and I'm telling you from Dreamgirls um, I you know how you sort of end up on a sort of weird YouTube hey keep watching because this is coming up next if yeah. you have autoplay on it was from broad, a thing called Broadway Backwards, which I believe was to raise money for um, an HIV and AIDS charity. So it's um, gender switching. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It starts off as it's funny because they sort of do the lead in and it's all of them having an argument and then it, it's sung. The others leave the stage and it's just him singing, and I'm telling you, and suddenly it's not funny anymore. It's just amazing. So that's on YouTube. Uh, I really liked Dame Margaret's piece in Two Bossy Dames this week about cargo shorts. Cargo shorts? And the effort that uh, men are not expected to have to put in. And then I found a piece that was about uh, cooking and how most men can be like, yes, I have a meal I can cook and it's usually spaghetti bolognese. And uh, <laughs> and often they'll use Dolmio, which is fine if you want but to do that. But with a secret ingredient. It's, it's always Lee and Perrin's. <laughs> yeah, it's just an interesting thought about like men can wear cargo shorts, which are horrendous pieces of anti-fashion. Jessica is currently wearing cargo shorts. This is embarrassing <laughs> uh, because they They're can get away with that track. cargo shorts. There is a thread uh, by Schneid Remarks on Twitter using the hashtag PokesAndRec about oh, that was strong. the hypothetical Pokemon Go episode of Parks and Recreation and how great that would be. And it was just so perfect in pitching everything that would happen. spot on. It would be like Andy would throw a flip phone to a squirrel and say, what do I get for this? And Leslie would be happy that everyone was going to the parks, but sad that they were all looking at um, their phones. Um, uh, then Ben would get really into it and, and uh, Donna would be in charge of all the gyms and everything. So I recommend <laughs> we, we'll retweet that uh, and you can read the whole thing. Do you have any more? Not that I can think of. Okay, well, I'll keep going. The AV Club had a piece on Lilo and Stitch being the best Disney film about sisters, a topic we've covered for a while. Um, and they were also bringing up about how uh, Moana, I think it's pronounced, is their new Disney film. And uh, that they were like, well, if you want a, a great film about Polynesian women, why not go and see Lilo and Stitch? And how it would probably get a much better reception now than it did initially. And it's underrated. Not in this household, let me tell you. Nope. And finally... A video of 
clips of Kate McKinnon talking about her cat, Nino. Nino. Who is 17 pounds and who she rescued from a pizzeria. And she refers to as my son, he's a cat, or my cat husband. <laughs> and she just really loves her cat. Um, I saw a really enjoyable clip of her talking about uh, taking up woodwork as a hobby <laughs> and how she re- got really, really into it. She had like a, a chest or a coffee table or something that she was going to redo because she was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it properly. So she went out, she got all the kit. She started, she did like one one bit of sand and she went, wow, that's enough of that. <laughs> but she did finish it because she was terrible to do it, but she's like, no, I've lost interest. Uh, I also saw funny. a clip from when she was on Ellen and she was just so excited about meeting Ellen. Um, like so excited and then she did an impression of her mother which was very similar to Maria Bamford's impression of her mother <laughs> being like you paint why don't you just paint a, a portrait of Ellen I know she'd have you on if you did that <laughs> uh, basically this episode is devoted to Kate McKinnon yes <laughs> and we call Kate and McKinnon well that was nice okay uh, uh, good day listeners good, good day to you sir I said good day To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.